you for race card. Uh, make sure you your pens out, fill up your Ladbrokes account because we can find you plenty of winners. But there's plenty to discuss on this Saturday morning here on race card. And it's all thanks to Ladbrokes Mates Mode. Ladbroke it together this summer slash autumn carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Nicholas Quinn joins us on this Saturday morning. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Hello, Quinny. I'm already impressed, Gareth, because on the rundown it says this spring carnival, without blinking, you automatically change that to summer and autumn. That's something that Miles and I struggled to do in your absence. That's why you're the best in the business. Unbelievable. They've got me a few times here. But um, Dan Cobber usually joins us, but he's doing one of his four jobs. He's unbelievable. I think he's employed full-time by Ladbrokes, but he hardly works for them. Um, and he's off to yay races today to call the action. <laughs> Pretty good, doesn't he? He's yeah. almost on a full-time pay from Ladbrokes for, at best, part-time commitment. So when he sat down with Andy Hode and Adam Hamilton, he said, I'll work for you full-time, but I'll work more for Chris Waller, and now I'm going to call races at the picnics. <laughs> and don't forget the golf caddy in as well. We lost him there for a few days. Correct. And, um, and I need to go to all of the major racing carnivals. <laughs> so he's done well, Dan. Adam's in. Um, because Ladbrokes are big sponsors of King Island this afternoon. And, Quinny, we're great. We're racing fans. We love the game. I love it because of the people, basically. And what makes racing so great is the grassroots part of the industry. And King Island was on its knees. There was a strong possibility that there wouldn't be any more racing on King Island. And um, racing attracts a lot of the tourism, along with the golf. But it's a major part of the economy um, in King Island. And, we just had a lack of horses. So once again, the racing community, led by the Ballarat trainers and led by the chairman, they're calling him these days, Henry DeWire, who got together a group of Western Victorian trainers and they put their heads together and they've been able to um, get this carnival up and running once again, supporting the local trainers, purchasing some horses, albeit very slow horses on an online sale. And um, they've had some terrific racing or some um, great fun at the, the race meetings at King Island so far this season. But this is the pinnacle um, today. And even the great Bruce McAvaney's, McAvaney's rolled up there to King Island this afternoon. So um, it would be a lot of fun, Quinny. We might have to get there next year. Yeah, hopefully you and I can throw our keys in the bowl to potentially get a look in at some of these events that the likes of Hamilton and Cobby are just going to very frequently, almost weekly, it feels like. But They've done a terrific job, and I tell you what, if you want to get into a business, look into some sort of accommodation around King Island because it's been like trying to find rocking horse poo getting accommodation. So yeah. anyone who's thinking this might be a good idea for a business venture, I think that's where I'd be looking. But that just sums up the demand to be able to get to these where you've got sort of 20 blokes into a tiny house because that's all they can get. They're just so desperate to get there. They've done a wonderful job. It's been a massive shot in the arm for the community, and I dare say we'll be bigger and better going forward. Um, it's been plenty happening, Quinny. What did you make of Magic Millions Day? Take two there on Thursday. And, um, geez, Tony Golden, well, he deserved to take out a big two-year-old race or a big Magic Millions classic race there um, this year because he's been knocking on the door in previous years. He's been the superstar Metro trainer winning the premiership there the last, what, nine years. And finally, he got what he wanted, and that was a two-year-old classic there on Thursday with a very smart filly who is already firmed in skirt the law for the, the, the golden slipper. Um, and she's now into around $15 there with lad breaks for the slipper. Um, do you think that she can get the job done? 
um, well, I and don't see skirt why the not. law we've and be competitive? Magic, we've, yeah, we've seen the Magic Millions form be more than competitive in recent years, so I anticipate that the top group to come through that race will go on and be pretty hard to beat. To answer your initial question, I think they made the best of the situation. It was far from ideal having it on Thursday. I do feel a little bit of the luster got lost having it during the middle of the week when probably the rest of the country had to stop to pay attention to it like they would have on a Saturday. King of Sparta, we spoke about this horse well back when we did the show last Saturday. Punters didn't forget to chime in again. $2 into $1.85 and comfortably saluted there. So well done to those who got involved there. And I was a little bit nervous, Gareth, because I did poo-poo your suggestion that F Troop looked hard to beat. He ran a terrific race running second, but I yep. was a little bit nervous at various stages, thinking once again, you got me. Yeah, I thought he was pretty good F Troop as well, coming from the back. But all in all, the track played well, so he had a he had a tough 48 hours this time last week, basically. Nevesh Ramdani, of course, the track curator on the Gold Coast, but credit to him and his team, I thought the track played Pretty well under the circumstances there on Thursday. And that carnival just continues to get bigger and better each year. So much money spent there on the Gold Coast um, during the sales. So, And it's not just about the sales or the race day. They just make it one hell of an event. And they get it. They get what works. And um, they're great for racing the Magic Millions organization, especially Katie Page and uh, Jerry Harvey. And Barry Bowditch does a wonderful job. So um, the Magic Millions completed their last Thursday. Um, rapid racing on a Friday afternoon at Flemington. I thought that they got it right this time around. Um, forget about the, the the teams. Forget about the stupid colours. Forget about um, former footballers like Joshy Jenkins trying to rev up jockeys. Um, that concept doesn't work in that sport, but I thought they got it right yesterday, Quinny. Yeah, look, I think so. I think they've taken away a few of the Mickey Mouse concepts that clearly weren't having the desired cut through. I still feel it gets a little bit lost, though, the time that they've got it. I think they've got to commit to where they want to have it and how they want to make it look and what they want it to be. Because when you kick off in that sort of time slot, I don't know who they're appealing to. Are they trying to get people after work? Well, it's not ideal if you're trying to go after work. It's too early. People haven't finished work. And having it in the middle of Jan, where a lot of people are still on holidays and away. So... I do like the concept. I still think they've got a lot of work to do to make it cut through, though, because it just simply hasn't had the desired cut through and how many years they've been doing it for now, four or five. Yeah. Um, Pua Koi today, Karaka Millions Day in New Zealand. Tiako Racing, um, they could be in for a big day. There's a chance that they could win all six races on the program there. And they've got Imperatriz, which is their star uh, mare, the, the daughter of I'm Invincible. It looks tough to beat in that second race. She nearly looks nearly a lock as the best galloper chance anyway around the country, around Australasia today. Um, and they've got seven runners in that two-year-old classic. So that's some performance by that organisation, Quinny. And the fact that they lost their star man over to Hong Kong and they, they haven't missed a beat, have they? When you look at, I mean, it's just such a great organisation. We all know that. We know they're going to be uh, strong in numbers, whatever they do. And they've got some absolute top liners today. So, I mean, if you like your good racing, it does continue Already they've kicked off a few of those races in New Zealand and a terrific afternoon coming up. Yeah, so that twilight race meeting, I've got a couple of specials there. I think for your multi anyway, when you're marking your race car, uh, race card, Imperatrice should be winning that second race there on the program at Pool Coe. Um, and I think there's a smart there's a smart filly going around in that three-year-old classic. And, geez, the Kelsos have got some good horses at the moment. And Legato is well above average. I think she's something else, that three-year-old filly. So I think she'll be winning around that $2.40 quote 
watching a few a uh, few of those replays of her over the last 24 hours. So um, I don't mind Legato. And your man, D-Lane, is headed to New Zealand to ride one for Andrew Forsman. It's a um, daughter of Snitzel, ethereal star. She's only had the two starts and she's been impressive. So D-Lane wouldn't be heading to New Zealand for no reason. No, and hopefully can be on the money. Before I ask you who's giving you New Zealand mail, because you've got your finger on the pulse everywhere, Really looking forward to seeing Maven Bell go around in race number three on the program. We often see these top two-year-olds anywhere not come back as top-line three-year-olds. There's a few exceptions, but we always love it when the top two-year-olds can come back and be good three-, four-, or five-year-olds, sort of like Miss Finland. And Maven Bell, the champion two-year-old over in New Zealand last season, could not have been any more impressive with that first-up victory. Just sat last, smoked the pipe, eased to the middle of the track and cruised to victory and they gave every indication she'd take monstrous improvement from that performance going to today and then stepping forward to potentially 1,600 metres. So looking forward to seeing her. I think she'll be winning. I still think she'll be better over more ground this campaign. But race three, number two, currently about $2.50 on the fixed odds. So not a bad bet today, but just you want to see them potentially string that picket fence together. And from a racing perspective, hopefully she can continue to do that today. There's a horse called Pierre that got big raps on, Quinny. Are you sure about this? No, I'm not declaring it today. I'm just saying I just I want to see Maven Bell race through the grades. Okay. As a top two-year-old that goes on to have a good three-year-old and four-year-old campaign, we know it has been a little bit of a curse. And don't get me wrong, a nice curse to have if you've got a top two-year-old. They don't potentially come back and be great three-, four-, five-year-olds. We've only got to look at the recent Golden Slipper history to back that argument up. But it was very encouraging to see Maven Bell return from a spell the way that she did and hopefully can go on and have a good campaign. So I'm not declaring today, Gareth. I'm just saying it was great to see her come back with a win. And if you want to see those two-year-olds come back as older horses, which we do, we want to build the affinity with these youngsters over a few seasons. Hopefully she can get the job done again today. Let's have a look at our race card around the country. Mooney Valley, we're on a good four, um, rail in the true. So it should be perfect conditions. You always need a little bit of luck at the Valley. This two-year-old race is interesting. I've had a few tips here, like internationals trolled and jumped out nicely um, at Flemington recently in preparation for her debut um, today at Mooney Valley. I'm keen on some people call me after a couple of handy jump outs. And I know the team there are keen on his chances with Ethan Brown taking the ride. Do you have an opinion in the first at the Valley? Look, I think they're all pretty smart. I think it's going to be a good race going forward. But the fact you've got a Mur who won very well at the Valley on debut and is the third elect here behind the two debutants does make it a little bit challenging to work the race out. And if you're looking at the market, Gareth, and we know that they're coming stable, they're not a punting stable, so we don't need to get a push from that perspective. But you've got International, the first starter, at two fifteen and a merit four dollars twenty. Are you surprised there's such a difference in the prices considering one has run and one? And there's a few unknown elements about the heavily backed favourite. I think the favourite international might be a valley horse talking to James. She can jump and run, where the other one just needs a little bit of time to to um balance up a little bit, but Ollie rode that horse pretty confidently the other day to win on Dubu. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what, how, like how they sort themselves out in that early part of that two-year-old race. Talking to James the other day, I think he thought Fleetwood was his best two-year-old and Fleetwood goes around in Sydney in that opening race and it's been heavily supported there with Ladbrokes as well, Quinny. So um, I'd rather back Fleetwood than say International. I've backed Fleetwood a lot of times unsuccessfully in the golf, so I better stump up again here 
up in Sydney today, but you're right, they put up $12, back to $12 into $3.90 now in the second line of betting at that quote. So there might be some very nervous bookmakers, I dare say, as runners are going to the gates for the first at Ramwick. It'll start the favourite, Fleetwood. Unflinching, $1.75, looks tough to beat, but can you take that price about um, this son of I'm invincible? Hopefully third time lucky this preparation has obviously been runner-up in two runs back this time in. So he's becoming a little bit costly, but, I mean, a very impressive resume. Seven starts, three victories, those two recent placings. Lost no admirers with that narrow defeat at Sandown last start. Should be winning in a terrific stable and gets back to the valley where he's won two of three. So it does tick a lot of boxes, and I can understand why Unflitching is such a popular favourite. I do think looks one of the better anchor bets on the program. If you're playing a multi Shuffle dancer does look a nice yep. little lock there for race number four if you want to take the two together. So marking the card there on the race card today. So shuffle dancer and um which is race four, horse six, and race two, number two, unflinching. Um it gets a little tougher as we get into this meeting. Do you have an opinion at a price? You you were seeing them pretty well the other day, Quinny, as well. So you're in form. Even your best value bet. Um, for the Maloney camp, got the chocolates the other day, Quinny. So um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts for this Valley this valley meeting this afternoon. You sound quite surprised, Gareth, talking about the fact that I had a value selection lob. Were you more surprised that I found a value selection or that it actually won? Well, I'm not having a crack at you, but that's your style is um, usually finding some good things for the punters. You don't usually, like percentage-wise, you like to play it in your favour in a way. So rarely do you go outside of the, um, the 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 box where you are looking for a horse that might need a little bit of luck or you find one at $10. But um, you nailed it last week. So what are you doing this week? I'm fascinated now, Quinny. Is that giving you a little bit of confidence? Very diplomatic from you. I think that was the most kind way I've ever seen. You can't recall the last time I tipped a horse that wasn't favourite. So that I'll take that. I'll cop it and we'll move on. I like it now. I do think a horse is ready to win today. Now, I had a good chat to the trainer yesterday, and I got a little bit of sense of confidence here with race five, number 10, the nephew. Currently $4 to win $1.65. I think we might get a little bit better. I think this horse should get a nice run in transit here. Drawn gate number one. Might need a little bit of luck before the turn, but hopefully it comes. This horse is class. Won the Hobart, uh, won the Derby nearly 12 months ago now, and Dunk Hell, the stable mate, could go down a very similar path there in a few weeks' time. But I think the nephew, race five, number 10, can return to the winner's list. Dance to Dubai should be winning race seven, number eight. A last start winner from the Moody Stable, currently $2.50. I think that looks one of the better bets on the program. And I can hear what you're saying. Any danger, Quinny, any chance of finding one outside the obvious? Well, again, we're going to go to the last. Race nine, number eight, shock them over. First up from a spell here, Jake Noonan in the saddle, currently $10, just in, as I speak, into $9.50 on the fixed odds. That's my each way play. Again, in the lucky last race, nine, number eight, shock them over. Geez, I like the value there. That's Quinny there, thanks to Ladbrokes going through his best bet. So the nephew, race five, number 10, dance to the buy, race seven, number eight, and uh, shock them over, race nine, number eight, a little bit of value there. In the final event, this is um, a race card, of course, for Ladbrokes Mates Mode. The better way to chat, share and bet this summer slash autumn racing carnivals. T's and C's apply and available on the website. Call 1-800-858-858. Quinny, we'll take a break. Looking forward to catching up with Henry DeWire live from King Island. Hopefully the phone coverage is okay. Um, But fascinated to hear what it's like on King Island and 
Um, the way that he went about organising this Miners Rest Cup, he's done a wonderful job for racing, especially for King Island, Tassie Racing, Henry. So he'll be joining um, Quinny and I, Gareth Hall, straight after this. This is Race Card on SEN Track. You're listening to us right across the country on this Saturday morning. Welcome back to Race Card. Gareth Hall with you. Labrokes Mates Mode, the better way to chat, share and bet this spring racing carnival. Tees and, I should say, summer slash autumn racing carnival. Tees and C's apply and available on the website. Call 1-800-858-858. Nicholas Quinn, Gareth Hall with you on this uh, Saturday morning. You know that um, in life that when you look back on your life and you can say that you made a difference, you set your own legacy and you help people out. Well, Henry DeWire can sit back in five or six years' time and say that he was the man that was instrumental and in helped um, rejuvenating and saving, in a way, racing on King Island. And King Island and the, the racing industry have had a wonderful connection over the years, and racing's been so important to that um, island's local economy and the way that it's gone about um, its way of living, in a way, the people on, on King Island. And um, today they've got the Miners Rest Cup and uh, looking forward to it. And it's the brainchild of our next guest, Henry DeWire, who joins us live um, from King Island this Saturday. Henry, first of all, congratulations. And I know that you're a, you're a modest man, but you should be proud of what you've been able to achieve in a short amount of time for racing on King Island. Well done. Thanks, Gareth. It's been good. You've actually caught me with half an hour full of crayfish pie. We're on the way to the races and we thought we'd stop off for one. But, uh, uh, gee, it's been a good um, 24 hours so far. Yeah. Did it exceed your expectations um, with the way that the, the especially the racing community has got behind the Miners Rest Cup? And before um, you um, answer that question, just explain how you um, had this idea about the Miners Rest Cup and what you've actually been able to to achieve in a short amount of time for King Island Racing, basically to keep the sport alive on the island? Um, I think what we've done is build a bit of exposure and a bit of interest um, that's going to you know make people really think about coming over here themselves. And that was the end game for us, trying to just drum up a bit of support for it. We haven't really changed the world. Um, they're still going to be short on you know people to train them next year and strappers and, and people to look after them, but... I just think if people know more about their plight and, uh, you know, we might get a couple more Chris Diplocks here next year who come over with a team of six or seven horses and, um, you know, want to be involved in that way because that's exactly what they need. It almost needs to become like a fly-in, fly-out sort of season, which is fine and it'll keep it going. But for our purposes, we just wanted a weekend away, really. We were all sitting at the pub one day and uh, a mate of mine over here, John Cleland, rung and said that they were probably struggling a bit. And I'd sent a horse over previously and I said, yeah, no, I'm happy to. And I've got five other blokes around the table with me here that are happy to and, to, to everyone's credit, you know, we say those things when we've had a couple of chars at lunch and, and never go through with it, but um, we all did, which was terrific. And, um, yeah, the, the horses arrived. Jimmy Taylor's done a marvellous job down here building them out to the other trainers, and they've raced six times in six weeks and having their grand final today all against each other. So I think the standard prize money on King Island is three and a half grand. I think this race is of 20 grand, and of that 20, it's divided even, or not divided evenly, but divided um, pro rata between the six charities that we're sort of trying to partner with here. and something back into the local community as well because um, they've been pretty good to us having us down here and, and putting on the show. Henry, what makes it so special and so unique, not just the race day, but the whole build-up the town and what racing means? Um, Quinny, I sort of... My favourite part about training horses is, you know, the, the, the country cup carnivals and the, and the weekends and the country cup days on Sundays and the picnics and that sort of stuff. But they're just a, a real sort of... 
lifeblood of the community. It's like it's not just a race meeting, it's not the punting only, it's just the whole community gets together and that's what it is down here and you know, it sort of drives a bit of tourism for the town and everything. And if that was to disappear it'd probably be pretty sad and you know, it still might go down that path, I don't know, but I think as I said, like more people know about it at least now and more people might come down next year and this is only one day, but I'd like to think that the crowds have been bigger this year because people have seen sort of what happens and, and they can get a good on the other days. So how many people will be turning up to the races today? And as Quinny pointed out at the top of the show this morning on the race card, it's um, they tell me it's a little difficult. Um, it's easy to get David Use's phone number than get uh, accommodation um, at the um, <laughs> at the at King Island. <laughs> I think you might be overstating how difficult that is, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, Gareth. But, uh, no, we've got about 80 in our touring party, uh, which is made up of uh, our six sponsors, Kia, Swetnam, uh, Tile Importer, IRT, um, Ladbrokes, of course, Quinny, and uh, there's one more there I'm forgetting, but um, they've all sort of tipped in, and, and they're bringing some of their clients and that sort of thing, and we've got trainers. We've all bought sort of six or eight clients each, and... I think they'd probably get a normal crowd of about four or 500 there. They probably should have eight or 900 today, I think. There's a bit of buzz about it. There's a big golf sort of tournament here on Monday too, so no doubt there'll be a flowing effect there. So the joint shall be rocking. Who wins? Uh, who wins? I'd have no idea. I, I, I literally, I, I sort of, we had the horses in Ballarat for, for two weeks, or three weeks before they come down and put the, knock the rough edges off them. And uh, Jimmy's taken over from here, but, I think Calvin's horse, Freed, is even money favourite. It probably needs a little bit further. I reckon the Smokies, um, Andrew Noblet's horse, packed a punch. They've okay. pulled a bit of a rod off there, or they may yeah. pull a bit of a rod off there, Gareth. Have you heard about that? <laughs> no, can you tell me, please? <laughs> so, apparently last week, Ismail Toko missed the flight, and the only available jockey was Nathan Newton, who can only ride 65 kilos. Oh, okay. Says he carried, carried 56, but <laughs> 56 plus plus uh, eight, I think he carried. <laughs> Not in the form, guys. They, so in hindsight, it was a pretty good run. They tell me, like, um, the Ballarat trainers have a great um, banter and chemistry. Um, you tell me, and listening to the other guys as well, mate, it seems like it's a lot of fun training at Dowling Forest. But they tell me Andrew Noblet, you call him Nobby, is one of the quiet achievers, really. And he's probably he's probably thought about that, and you didn't think he would think about that. <laughs> the Nob, he's a... He's yeah. a He's a bit cunning. He's a bit quite achiever, as you say, but uh, he's focused on it. He's very keen to win. We've got the trophy down here, and we've got the Highlands have uh, looked after us. They made the silks for us with the sponsors' logos on them, and no, there's uh, a bit going on, and we're all here, and we're all having a great time. And it's just, uh, as I say, a bit of camaraderie, a bit of fun, and um, look forward to it. We're just getting on the bus now to go out there. Um, Calvin McAvoy. Yeah, sorry, Quinny, go. Oh, I just want to know, Henry. Touring party, lots of training facilities, lots of trainers, lots of people, lots of sponsors. Who's been best on ground after hours? Who have you really looked at and thought, gee, they've gone to a new gear here? I'm just standing next to Calvin McAvoy, and I was disappointed with him because we've given him the best joint. He's staying in the six-star joint with the sauna overlooking the ocean and the spa and the rest of it. We thought we might get a Guernsey back there for the after party last night, but that didn't um, come to fruition. I think... um, (laughs) Probably young Decky Ma was a star performer last night. He um, <laughs> tied, tied one on and yeah. um, had a good time and uh, made some friends with the locals. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been fun and will be tonight as well. I've seen Declan Ma in that kind of situation at Ultima Hotel. He, he does like a good time. And, um, <laughs> Calvin, imagine if David... Well, luckily, we've got Benno there at the Ultima Hotel to sort him out. Yes, imagine if um, um, Dave Eustace had Calvin McAvoy's swagger. 
That'd be an old, what a combination that would be. Um, enjoy your day, mate. A lot for these days, Gareth, as you know. So he's, he's not going to do any damage down here. <laughs> well, say good day to Calvin for me. Um, he's a great man as well. Enjoy yourself. Well done, Henry. You're doing well. You're making a difference in supporting grassroots racing, and um, you can have all of the the glamour of the the major meetings around the country at Flemington and Ramwick and Ascot and Eagle Farm and on the Gold Coast, but um, racing needs its grassroots and we need places like King Island. So enjoy today, mate, and hopefully you get the chocolates. No, appreciate your kind words, G-Man. Thanks for that. Thanks, Quinny. Hey, can you put 50 on Andrew Noblet's horse for me? I don't know if we can bet on it here. Oh, Ladbrokes has got a market out, G-Man. Oh, have they? About it. Oh, there Very we go. They might, be mim- 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 um, they might be limiting the max bets, I think, but they'll right, definitely then. get on. Beautiful. There we go. Quinny, what price can we get? Thanks for that, Henry. What price can we get? There right we right. go. King Island. Miners rest car. Well, I'm, I'm doing that right now. That might be a little opportunity there for the punters. Yes. Um, the Miners rest cup race five on the program. We've got. Must be must be the three. It looks like that's um, Nobby's colours. Never yeah, astern. Rowan Hamer. Rowan Hamer. Yeah, All right then. Um, oh, there you go. Packs a punch four twenty. That'll do us. Um, yeah, beautiful. That's all we need. Thanks for that, Henry. Um, I'll right. get that. You're a good man. I'm just going to fill up my Ladbrokes account. I better go, and then we're going to we're going to pull off a sting on King Island today. We'll take a break. In fact, it's time for the news, and we'll come back and have a chat about the pause of thunder. Card thanks to Ladbrokes, Gareth Hall, Nicholas Quinn with you. Ladbrokes mates mode. Ladbroke it together this summer slash autumn carnivals. Gamble responsibly, call 1-800-858-858. Just repeating, you've got to get them to Ladbrokes there to have that bet at King Island. It was the two, wasn't it, Quinny? There, it was race five, number two, packs a punch, 4.20 the win, $2 the place. So it might be a good one to stake, sort of a one unit the win, two units the place sort of thing. Gareth, if we're doubling our money there on packs a punch the place, which is the same odds as the favourite of Freedy the win. So be interested to see which way punters do go. Sounds like it tomorrow when you get mail like that. Um, yeah, I reckon that yeah, might be the like way to play. You like a tip like that, don't you? Yeah, That's you do. a good tip. A bit <laughs> a of tip. substance behind it, a bit of inside knowledge. <laughs> I know one man that would love a tip like that would be Jamie Ennis. And um, uh, Jamie's beautiful wife, Brooke, joins us because they've got their star greyhound, Emron Boy, going around in the Group 1 Pools of Thunder tonight at Wentworth Park. Hello to you, Brooke. Hi, Gareth. Hi, Nick. Um, have you made the trip down that Hume Highway yet? Or what's the what's the process there ahead of a big night like or a big race like um, tonight there for Emron Boy with his travel schedule? Yeah, so the um, the process is pretty much the same as last week. Um Jamie nominated to be float driver last week and um, I'm pretty um, much a stickler for a really good routine. So we packed him up, him and Amron, in the car this morning and they left at six and um, I'll jump on a Jetstar flight from <laughs> Avalon that's about five minutes from home later this afternoon. So, <laughs> so oh, that's I thought you'd be flying at least Virgin. Um, but there oh. you go, Jetstar's closer. Okay, well, I'm, not, I'm not a Jetstar fan, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Brooke, um, he didn't. He wasn't at his best last week. You're happy that he, he'll he'll turn up to at his best tonight, despite his heart got him over the line, as Jamie pointed out at the start of the week in his heat there of the Pause of Thunder? 
Yeah, and I think, um, you know, Jamie and I are probably pretty honest this week in saying that, um, you know, we weren't overly happy with his run and, um, you know, he probably should have exploded more so than he did. But um, we got him checked out and, and all things have checked out well and, and done a few little things with him different this week. And, um, no, we're really happy with him. And, um, you know, to be honest, we wouldn't be going back up there this week um, if we didn't think he was 100% and, and a chance of not winning. But yeah. obviously, the yeah, so... He's a, we don't want to take any risks with him, so we're 100% happy and heading back up the freeway. Just needs a little luck from box five. Yeah, I think so. I think that's going to be our, our biggest concern. You know, obviously, French Martini and, and She's a Pearl, they could probably run fast times running backwards backwards around there. So, um, you know, the draw hasn't been ideal, but look, we've got the ability and we just need a little bit of luck, I guess. What kind of music does Emron Boy like with Jamie? What would they be, they'd be listening to, of course, um, the race card on SEN track as we speak, so a cheerio to the guys. But um, does does he like to just sleep, um, Emron Boy, with that ten hour trip down that highway? What's his go? Yeah, he he reckons Jamie's a tiny bit boring, to be honest. There's yep. a, a few, um, you know, really unnecessary phone calls that he has to listen to. Um, I think oh. he he might even play a little bit of Netflix, and he just he just doesn't really enjoy it, Emron. He he does like a good tune and a bit of a sing along, but. Um, could you imagine no. imagine the dribble that he'd have to listen to with <laughs> Troy Little and, and Dean Braun talking crap and um yeah, poor Amron boy, I do feel sorry for him. No wonder he missed the kick and thought, What are the hell am I doing at Wentworth Park? So maybe you exactly do need what I thought, yeah. but I didn't want to put any dub anyone in. <laughs> no. Um that should be in the form guide. Um we need the new driver, Brooke Ennis, uh, at least driver. like a bit of spy skills or something. I reckon Amron boy would enjoy enjoy <laughs> I think that. He'd like that too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Brooke. We wish you the best of luck. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. There's Brooke Ennis. Simon Orchard joins us from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. So um, that's a big concern, Simon, for mine, that um, that Jamie continues to drive that dog up, Emron Boy, instead of Brooke. So hopefully he's changed his routine a little bit and um, he's giving Emron Boy a little bit more love with the music in the car. <laughs> we sure hope so, G-Man. Look, big night ahead, of course. Uh, really interesting to see how Amron Boyd goes. I guess last week, I think I heard you a couple of days ago say it was, uh, I can't remember the exact words, one of the most interesting wins that you've seen in a while. He seemed to just hold that dog, Ibrox Rocks, at bay, uh, but he didn't explode away like we expected him to. So, look, big question marks on him tonight, and I guess that's why it's so intriguing. He's got so many different form lines coming into this race. Uh, obviously, the Victorian form with Amron Boy. We've got She's a Pearl drawn really wide, and Hasn't been jumping the best the last couple of starts. So it'll be interesting to see how she goes. And then you've got French Martini drawn perfectly down in the one uh, and ran really well in the heats last week, not to mention the other five runners in the in the pause of thunder tonight. But, mate, it all sets up for a wonderful night of chasing. Of course, the Derby Futurity and the Group 2 Summer Distance played as well as the Collison, which will go off at about race four, I think, on the card tonight too. Yeah, it's Greyhound Racing Supercharged, thanks to Ladbrokes and the pause of thunder. As you point out, a host of Group 1s. It's one hell of a meeting. Um, how are we making some money on this night? Well, look, mate, uh, we're going to talk about race six just quickly, the futurity uh, for the girls, of course. And, mate, I mentioned earlier in the week this story we did on the Barton family, Sue yes. and Brian Barton and Windra All-Class. So Windra All-Class, trained by Daniel Gatt, will jump for box three. She's a real chance tonight. Don't get me wrong. She, I think she's third favourite at the moment with the bookies. That box three draw probably doesn't help her a lot. She wants to go wide, but in saying that... Um, 
the box draw hasn't worked out for a lot of the greyhounds in that race. So, look, Windsor All Class isn't without a hope. But if you can jump on the dogs.com at some stage this morning or even tomorrow, have a look at the package we did up. Um, I was down there, so I was really close to Sue and Brian. And unfortunately, Sue's back in hospital. She's had a, a bit of a turn the last couple of days. So she won't be on track tonight. She was hoping to do that. But the story is just so inspirational, mate. And they absolutely love this little greyhound. Now, look, I would love her to win. She's the sentimental favourite. But I really find it hard to go past Mortified in box one. She'll be the favourite. She's drawn perfectly. I think she's the fastest greyhound in the race. But I do think it's between them. I think it's between Mortified and Windsor All Class. If I had to lean one way, I think courtesy of box one it's mortified's race to lose but in saying that i uh, only had the one run back from a big spell be interesting to see how she goes second up tonight i know chris o'brien is really confident in her abilities but mate maybe a dead heat windra all class mortified wouldn't that just be a perfect result but i think that's the first best bet on the card race six number one mortified then we go into the derby mate it's race seven on the card i think it's a racing two rockstar apollo and Victor Damien. Victor Damien just brings these superb four lines from South Australia. I spoke to Lisa Rasmussen a couple of days ago, and they're expecting him to go to another level tonight. She actually said Rockstar Apollo, in her opinion, is the only greyhound that can knock him off. They're drawn three and five, respectively. Apollo in three, Damien in five. I think Victor Damien's got the early toe to maybe get to the front, but Rockstar Apollo just keeps on improving. His last couple of runs at Wentworth Park have been immense, Gareth. He went 30 and 27 a couple of weeks ago, then 29.84, then 29.58 last week. So he is really going in the right direction. I reckon Rockstar Apollo is the one to beat in the Derby final. So that's race seven, number three. And then, of course, mate, the pause, the big one tonight, the group one, it's worth $75,000. I'm actually going to go with a bit of an each-way play here in the form of Gatlin. Now, look, there's a lot of talk about French Martini, Amron Boy, she's a pearl. And I'm sure you've had people on the show this week talking about the pluses and minuses of all those dogs. But Gatlin, for me, owns the fastest race track and trip PB, 29.28. No dog has gone quicker than that. His box three stats, he's never missed the frame in three starts. His record at Wentworth Park is great. He's won a group one there in the Vic Peters last year. And I just think at about $9.50, $10, you're getting a good each-way price to have a go at a dog that's trained by one of the best in Mini, or two of the best in Mini and John Finn. Uh, and I think there's just some question marks, Gareth. Does She's a Pearl jump from box eight? And if so, can she get across? Is Amron Boy up to the standard that we saw at the back end of last year? And French Martini from the one, well, she flew last week. Can she repeat it? So I reckon there's just some question marks there enough for me to take an each-way play in the form of Gatlin. Race eight, number three in the pause tonight. Currently 9.50 there on the fixed odds, so that will be absolutely superb. Now, I need you to be my sounding board because I've got a tip tonight, but I need to run it by a really good judge, and you have put your hand up here to be that judge. Now, race seven, you mentioned it might have been a two-dog race between the three and the five. I've been tipped runner nine, the first reserve who snuck in the field, place only. Palawar King, currently $2.70 on the fixed odds. Do you think this horse might be able to pick off a few late and get into third, or do you think I should steer well, I hope away it's a dog, not a horse, Quinny. But I hope it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> might not get into uh, the boxes. Quinny, if it's a horse, mate, it's going to be winning, I'll tell you what. But, look, if it's a dog, I reckon, um, look, for starters, it's in the right kennel. Uh, Jack Smith won the Pause of Thunder with Jungle Juice last year, so he takes care of this young fella. Really good record, um, Quinny, from box seven, where he's going to be jumping from tonight. Six starts for two wins and two minors. And he's best around Wenny Park, 29-8-9. I reckon he's good enough to factor in this race. As you say, he's he was the first reserve, so he comes into the race. If anyone can prepare their dogs for a big race, it's Jack Smith out there at Dubbo. So, look, I reckon it's not a bad shout. And each way play, as I said, I think there's just a little bit more depth 
in the paws of thunder and the futurity. I think the derby, we saw a few upsets last week, Quinny. So for that reason, I couldn't talk you out of Palawa King for a place, mate. Good on you, Simon. Here we go. Can't wait. Yep, you've done well, Quinny. I tell you what, you, you're a man <laughs> that's got more connections than I know. Um, Simon, you do a wonderful job, mate. I've just retweeted that at Hall 27 We'll retweet it on um, at SEN Giddy Up with Gareth and also at SEN Track. The story on the Barton family it is... Um, um, it's tough to watch. It's a, an inspiring story, and we're thinking of the Barton, especially Sue Barton, um, at this difficult stage. But we wish um, them the best of luck tonight and the futurity. So it's a terrific story, and you get some terrific previews with Mark Duclos and also Timmy Newbold to help you back a winner um, at Wentworth Park, uh, especially on a night like this. So job well done, and can't wait for tonight. Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate your support, mate. Huru. There's Simon Orchard there. Thanks to Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Time for a break. And then we'll mark our race card with our best bets right across the country, across the three codes straight after. Winners now. Um, they're back this galloper off the map, my mail is. Um, the only question, a few text messages coming through. How do we watch this race, Quinny? <laughs> That's a great question. I was thinking the same thing, Garrett. Yeah. Is racing.com showing it or maybe through one of the live Ladbrokes channels? But uh, that's something I need to look into. All I right don't know. We'll tweet here. that out. Um, the Miners Rest Cup, the big male's the two, and everybody's on it, I think. So um, <laughs> Ladbrokes might go broke, not from um, uh, losing any money on um, one of the major races, but doing um, losing it all on a King Island race. But God bless it. Um, That'd be quite funny. Yes. Now, what about our best bets around the country today at Mooney Valley? Just recap your best bets before we say goodbye. Yeah, I think the best bet on the program is short but sweet. Race four, number six, Shuffle Dancer. Looks a lovely league there for multi-bets. I'll be having something on the nephew. Race five, number 10, to get back on the winner's list. Race seven, number eight, Dance to Dubai. And in the last race on the program, each way, race nine, number eight, shock them over. Four well, bets for me at the Valley today. Three wins and an each way play. Our best from our team around the country. I think Fleetwood's a bet in the first at Ramwick. Crafty Eagle, race two, number nine's also a bet. Um, and Logan Street Line, according to Mickey Gannon, you can have something on it. Um, East India Man, race six, number four, and Picago. Some plays there for James Jordan today at Gawler. Um, at Doombin today, Curlio's keen on one if they're backing it from the Waller camp. Lovely esteem. Race six, number 14. Best shorty of the day. Race two, number two. Um, at $1.75. And uh, Riley Morgan, I'm keen on this galloper as well. A lot of good men. Comes out of the initial plate, which is a hot two-year-old form race. Um, so that's race one, number two. Um, and I think in Karaka Million Day, uh, Millions Day there at Poor Coe, Imperatrice is a Good um, is a good bet there for your multis. And then Legato, Quinny, you're keen on her as well in the three-year-old classic for the Caracas Millions. Race six, horse number nine. In the trots, I think we can play a couple. Um, hang on, hang on. Stop, stop. Start, say this very slowly. I'm at Ballarat right now. I'm going to be there tonight working. I need to write these down and get on them. So Ballarat tonight, what have we got? So race three, horse one, the place, Electrojet. Um I think you can bet with plenty oh. of confidence. Race six, horse five, better zip it. Um, and then we can go to Jillyby Sylvester's the best of the night. And I'm keen on Jillyby Dynamite to lead all the way. Race nine, number two in that final event. Pretty confident we can make some money. 
Um, Hang on. That first tip's $18, Gareth. Yeah, the place. $3 the place or around okay. that anyway. Electro gets. So it's race three, number one. Yeah. And then race six, you like better zip it. Yeah. Race six, number five. Yeah. And then we come home with race nine, number two, Jillaby Dynamite. Yeah. And then you've got Jillaby Sylvester in between that. Okay, perfect. There we yep. go. Jillaby um, Sylvester, race eight, number five. Yeah. I'm so, a bit slow, Gareth. My, think, hands don't, my hands don't go as fast as your mouth. I think we can make some money. And I think Mortified and the Futurity would be tough to beat. Um, from box number one, my mail is. So it should be. Hopefully it's a fill-up. Sounds pretty easy on a Saturday morning. Um, thanks for that, Quinny. Enjoy Ballarat tonight. Enjoy today. And that was, of course, race car brought to you by Ladbrokes. Um, at Ladbrokes, mates, mate. Ladbroke it together this Autumn Carnival, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Good on you, Quinny. Thank you, Gareth. Great fun as always. Catch you tomorrow. Looking forward to it. See you, mate. That is race card. On this uh, Saturday morning, don't forget the boys are coming up next for a big afternoon on SEN Track. Cam Luke, Dave Taggart, and also Joshy Jenkins to take you through a big afternoon of racing. Have a good punting. Okay. Morning for Giddy Up from 8 o'clock. We appreciate your company on uh, this Saturday morning. You can catch all of our tips as well on the SEN Track website at sen.com.au or just subscribe to Giddy Up with Gareth Hall with your local podcast subscribers. Um, SEN Track and the afternoon team coming up straight after this here on uh, SEN Track right across the country. Have a wonderful day.